0: Hi, this is Chris.
1: And this is Elmy.
0: And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius, Elmy is a Scorpio. Today is Saturday, May 1st, and this is for the week of May 1st through May 7th. Today, the moon is in Capricorn. And, you know, last night Elmy, the moon went went into Capricorn actually on Friday. And I was thinking, oh, great, what a miserable weekend this is going to be, just because Capricorn energy has a tendency to be a little heavy. Um, But I found Friday night to be fairly blissful. I Mm -hmm. think we both had a kind of a nice, relaxing, chill Friday night. I you was, mean
1: last night? Yeah, just yeah. last night. Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
0: I was pleasantly surprised. And then um, I read on Facebook, uh, there's a, a astrologer I follow. She goes by the handle of Libra Seeking Balance. And she actually called it that uh, Friday night was going to be what she called mellow. And uh, I just thought it was great. I mean, there's a lot of earthy energy out there right now. The sun's in Taurus, um, the moon in Capricorn. And um, I don't know, last night just everything felt uh, just, I don't know, just a little bit more alive. I don't know what what that was all about. Just kind of the, you know, the earth energy rules, like the physical stuff of life. You know, can I see it? Can I touch it? Can I put it in my pocket? And I just felt like last night everything was uh, a little vibrant. And the Capricorn moon will stay with us all day, Saturday into Sunday. And I think part of it, you know, if you are enjoying this earthy energy, you know, the Taurus sun has had to deal with all this Aquarian age energy, which uh, Taurus doesn't really understand. They're Mm -hmm. not necessarily uh, looking towards the future. They're not, you know, it's not like Taurus energy is saying, hey, let's, let's dream big and what's possible. I mean, they do to a certain extent, just as long as it follows logic and as long as it's you know grounded because they are the earthiest of the earth signs and i feel like by with the moon going into capricorn uh taurus is like finally i have someone who understands me But this weekend, it's really going to be a slow and steady wins the race kind of a vibe. Uh, The Capricorn Moon has two speeds. One of those speeds is slow, and the other speed is slower. And Taurus is the same way. It likes things slowed down. Let's enjoy the moment, that kind of stuff. So for people who like the slower vibe, this weekend is for you. If you are in a hurry this weekend, if you have a lot of stuff to do quickly... You know, it might get done and you might have some issues with it just because that's just not really the energy in the air right now. So there could be some people out there feeling a little shifty or feeling a little restless just because everything else around them is moving so slow. Mm. But uh, if you can just try to, you know, take a breath and just unwind and enjoy the moment because this earthy energy is wanting us to be in the moment. Um... And, you know, tonight actually, there's going to be uh, the moon is going to form a sextile with Neptune. And we also have the moon forming a trine with Venus. Mm-hmm. So tonight, Saturday, the energy could get downright sensual. And uh, I f- I'm also feeling kind of a goth kind of vibe in the air today, too, for whatever reason. Uh, Almi and I went to the local flea market today in our neighborhood, and they were playing a, de- a uh, Depeche Mode song. And there's no way that would have happened if the sun hadn't been in Taurus and the moon hadn't been in Capricorn. Otherwise, there's no way they would have played a Depeche Mode song, but they did. So there you go. It's, it's a gothy weekend. I've, I'm calling it. Um, the Earthy Love Fest continues into Sunday, May second, when Mercury—that's not right. Yeah, when Mercury forms a trine with Pluto, uh, Mercury's in Taurus, uh, Pluto is in Capricorn, and also the Capricorn Moon will form a nice conjunction with Pluto. So we could feel a little empowered on Sunday. Um, difficult things we might need to accomplish, we might feel that we have the energy to do it. Uh, There might also be difficult things to deal with. Um, Capricorn and Pluto doesn't play, but at the same time, it's forming favorable aspects. So uh, you might have that extra oomph to get certain things done. But overall, I think Taurus is probably quite happy this weekend. Mm. Um, You know, like I said, Taurus is finally hooking up with its Earth buddy, Capricorn. And this weekend, Taurus and Capricorn want to get a lot of practical stuff accomplished so this is a good weekend to go to the hardware store and do whatever it is people who go to the hardware store do i'm not very handy but maybe you've got a squeaky screen door so fix it maybe you have a a, a tool shed or a tool what is it a tool room i don't know work with tools this weekend um clean out a closet rearrange the furniture maybe buy furniture Buy a car, get the oil changed, uh, make a budget, reevaluate your portfolio. Anything financial will be favored this weekend, and anything outdoorsy. You know, go outdoors, go camping, dig a hole in your backyard for no reason. This is the perfect weekend to dig a hole in your back uh, in your backyard for absolutely no reason. Okay. Um, I, I got a haircut today. That's mm-hmm. something practical, mm-hmm. something tangible. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, I did this, I accomplished this. The earthy energy. Is all about it. And again, that would not have been possible either, if not for all this earthy energy. So thank God for astrology. Uh, Otherwise, the haircut never would have happened. But anyway, it's very sturdy energy out there right now. Very sturdy. If you like sturdiness, this weekend is for you. Mm. And also, I had this random thought. I don't know what I'll do with this. But I thought that a nice name for a Capricorn convention, like if you get all the Capricorns together for a convention, and you call it Capricorn. Yeah. So it's basically Capricorn, but you see what I did? I just removed the second R. Yes, yeah, Cap- Capra Capricorn. Con. Right. A, a convention, convention for Capricorns. For Capricorns, yeah. yeah.
1: It's really good.
0: So there you go. Um, anyway, let's look back at last week uh, for a second uh, because we did have a full moon in Scorpio, which was quite intense. Mm-hmm. And I'm told it was not only a full moon in Scorpio, it was a pink super moon.
1: Mm -hmm. So
0: I like that term, pink super moon. You know, these moons all have like kind of a, a name that goes along with them. There's like the warm moon I know is one of them, the super moon, pink super moon. I can't keep track of all of them. All I know is when there's a full moon in Scorpio, things can get a little intense and things can feel a little heavy and i was feeling very heavy myself last tuesday mm. that was the day after the full moon and it was also the day pluto went retrograde and pluto rules scorpio and tuesday night i felt fairly depressed and oh. yeah elmi and i spent the night watching the movie strangers on a train the old
1: oh yeah alfred
0: hitchcock movie and it was actually a nice night but i was just feeling fairly miserable the whole evening like i was like watching it i was like lying on the floor on a yoga mat like when I feel down and heavy, it's like I, I feel like I need to get closer to the floor for whatever reason. Um, but anyway, I, I was really feeling that heaviness in the air. It's just really, hmm. I don't deal well necessarily with Scorpio type of energy. Not that I don't like it. It's just I don't, I'm don't. i not really wired for it. I don't know. I'm so earthy and fiery. But um, we're watching Strangers on a Train, and there's a scene where the character, uh, played by Robert Walker, gets into a boat. And on the back of the boat, for whatever reason, it said Pluto on it.
1: Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. I I remember that.
0: Yeah. It literally said Pluto. Yeah. The day Pluto went retrograde. That's right. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but anyway. But anyway, what I'm getting at is, yeah, I was feeling uh, pretty heavy and, and sad and down in the dumps early this week. But I also knew that on Wednesday, the moon was going to go into Sagittarius. Oh,
1: yeah. And usually when
0: the moon goes into Sagittarius, I feel a heck of a lot better. So that's, again, one of the reasons I use astrology is to kind of help me with my moods. And to, you know, anytime you're going through a tough time in life, it's nice to know when... It might end. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so for sure. So if I, if I know I'm feeling heavy and depressed and sad on a given night, I can kind of look ahead and be like, well, what do I have to look forward to? And it's like, well, at 842 a.m. exactly on Wednesday, the moon's going to go into Sagittarius. Yeah. And I know for me, that means my mood should lighten. I'll most likely start taking myself less seriously. Mm. I might look back on it and be like, why was I feeling that way? Why was I mm. taking myself so seriously? Why was I so sad? Uh, Again, it's not like astrology is some sort of cure for depression. Um, You know, there are much uh, serious issues out there or whatever. But for someone like me who just kind of needs help uh, balancing things from time to time, I like to use astrology for that. And sure enough, by Wednesday, I was feeling better. And in fact, by Thursday night, I was downright hyper as the Sagittarius moon continued to mature I went on an Instagram story rampage posting all sorts of nonsensical astrological memes.
1: Yeah, those were good.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Give me a laugh. I hope I didn't offend anyone, but um it was fun. And um yeah, and it's it's one of those things. I, I've noticed that like when the moon is in sag, I'm a sag, I find that I, I tend to feel pretty good, even though technically I have a Gemini moon. So Sagittarius and Gemini pose. So technically when the moon's in sag, you would think my emotions would be out of whack or I'd be feeling unbalanced, whatever, but i found the opposite usually like if the moon's in sedge i find i can actually be in demand that day it's like people want to hang out with me people want to connect to me people laugh at my jokes a little bit easier than they normally do if at all um but i don't know if if for you if the listener if you find that in your life like if you're a virgo have you noticed that like when the moon is in virgo do people maybe seek you out, either Ooh, for yeah. companionship or advice or that kind of thing, or like Elmy, being a Scorpio when the moon's in Scorpio, do people reach out to Elmy? You know that I've kind of. i have
1: never thought about it. I yeah. should
0: take a look. So next, uh, oh. next time the moon goes into Scorpio, we'll uh, we'll check that out. And our cat is yeah. coming into the closet no, to join she, us.
1: she's not. She's the closet. She, wait, is she in here? No, I think no, she already. No, no. Oh, that's. She's meowing already... on the other side of the door.
0: No, she's in here. She's in here. Yeah. How'd she get in that's here? That's okay. One big oh, happy we
1: shut the door and she was already in here?
0: Yep. Oh, so, sorry, Pin. All good. So anyway, it's me, Almy, and our cat Pin joining you today. And this is as good a time as any since I'm already on the topic Hi, of Scorpio to do the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Yay. As we know, Almy is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her whole life. And every week, I like to ask Almy a question to get her Scorpio take on life. Now, Almy, the topic this week is that, um, let me see if I can get this story straight, but actor Tom Cruise reportedly Mm -hmm. threw a tantrum in England last week because a tree branch or multiple tree branches were scraping the side of his trailer, and they were disturbing him, and he got pretty ticked off. Now, as a Scorpio, do you feel that his outburst was warranted?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I hope he was nice about it. I don't know. If this was like an actual tantrum where like he made people feel bad, then no, that's never warranted. But if you're asking if I understand this on a very personal level, if I feel this in my soul, I absolutely do. I would not be able to sleep if there were tree branches scraping at my trailer. And I'm just going to say that. I'm sorry if that's controversial. I cannot sleep if there are tree branches scratching at my trailer. I just can't do it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I I would tend to agree with you. I, I mean, I'm not a Scorpio, but I think it was potentially warranted. I mean, he's making these very big budget mm, movies. Yeah. There's a lot at stake. I mean, this is high he's pressure He's doing all stuff. his own
1: stunts and he's yeah. producing them.
0: Yeah, he produces it. Does all his own stunts. He does everything. The guy, and he's not getting any younger. Uh, and again, yeah, he's fifty-eight. Yeah, he's fifty-eight, and you know he might begin a little tired. He might not quite have that pep that he used to, even for by Tom Cruise standards. And again, Tom Cruise at ninety-eight is going to have four hundred times more energy than I ever had at any point in my life. But, yeah, maybe he's just getting a little cranky because, you know, he really needs that good night's sleep. Was he sleeping or is this going on during the day? Do you know?
1: Uh, I don't know if he was sleeping or napping. Yeah, it might have been a nap I situation. Think he, or trying to do one of those things uh i don't i don't really remember the story i'm gonna be really honest i read the story posted about the story on instagram and then completely forgot about it all so yeah i didn't do my research t- for this i didn't know i didn't know
0: yeah I, I did about four seconds of research right and i came across an article in the mirror that <laughs> referred and this is i i learned a word i mean i'm really excited about this but they referred to it as a massive strop they said that tom cruise threw a massive strop what does strop mean? S-T-R-O-P. Well, it means a temper tantrum. Uh, so nice. I learned a new oh, yeah. word, strop. Same. Yeah. And I also wasn't sure if maybe part of it is that Tom Cruise is a cancer and England is Capricorn. <laughs> uh, the UK, uh, the, the, the date that people use for the birthday for the UK is January 1st, 1801. They That was the union of Great Britain and Ireland. So, England is a Capricorn, which maybe explained the the dry British humor, right? Mm -hmm. Which which I'm a huge fan of.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, But, again, Cancer, Capricorn don't always mix. So, that might have been part of it. But don't mention that to Tom because he is on deadline to get this movie made and um, hopefully the branch situation has has been remedied.
1: The real Mission Impossible is making this movie, am I right?
0: <laughs> you certainly are, Elmy. Thank you. So that concludes our yeah. Ask a Scorpio segment yeah. of the show. Thank you, as always, Elmy, for giving us your uh, yeah. Scorpio perspective. Um, as far as planets changing signs, we do have something like that coming up on Monday. That would be Monday, May 3rd. Mercury is going to enter Gemini at around 10 to 8 p.m. on Monday night that specific time and then it'll be there for a few weeks now with Mercury going into Gemini uh, as we know Mercury is the ruling planet of Gemini and Gemini and Mercury are gonna be getting along great so the energy is gonna become much more chatty you know Mercury has been in Taurus and Taurus can be much more selective with its words to the point where Taurus might not communicate at all. Tauruses have mastered the art of the silent treatment years ago. That's their MO. Uh, If they don't feel like talking, they're not going to talk, whereas Gemini takes no provocation to talk whatsoever. So, Mm. you know, Gemini does not have a silent treatment setting. It's just a question of how much verbalizing they will do. Mm. But when Mercury is in Gemini, it's a great time to promote yourself. It's a great time to obviously communicate, uh, reconnect with people. Right. Uh, if you have a writing project that you've been sitting on or maybe it's stalled with Mercury going into Gemini, you might find a new spark. It might be a little easier for you to verbalize, for you to communicate, for you to get words on the page. Mm. And just any creative endeavor might, you know, you might feel a burst all of a sudden. And uh, Gemini, I think, is more of um, let's get everything out there. And then we'll decide what we're going to work with and what we aren't going to work with. Uh, so, you know, worry about editing things later. But with Mercury going into Gemini, could be a good time to, yeah, again, just get that creative flow going again if you've been stifled. And again, words, communication might come a little bit easier than they have. Um, but it's a good time to verbalize and expect to be hearing from a lot of people as well, Um That kind of a thing over the next few weeks with Mercury in Gemini. Mm. Um, What else we got? Um, Monday. Yeah, let's just look at the week here now. Monday is going to be another day of squares. It's going to be a lot of uh, square offs going on between Taurus and Aquarius. We got uh, Mercury squaring Jupiter. We got the Sun squaring Saturn. We got Moon squaring Uranus. We got the Moon squaring the Sun. So it's going to be a battle between Aquarius and Taurus. So, a battle between eccentricity and more uh, traditional type of thinking on Monday into Tuesday. Um, Tuesday night, the Moon's going to go into Pisces. And so for Wednesday and Thursday um, might not be the best days for getting practical stuff done. You'd kind of want to get that done this weekend if you can. Um, Saturday, Sunday, Monday is going to be the best days for that. Wednesday and Thursday, I mean, hey, life goes on. If you got practical stuff to do, you can do it. Um it can just be a little bit trickier with Pisces since it's not as detailed with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Piscean energy, of course, is more dreamy. Deals with um, intuitiveness and that kind of stuff. So, creatively speaking, at least Wednesday and Thursday could be fantastic. And again, just uh, you know, you might be dealing with some emotions on Wednesday and Thursday. You might feel emotional. Someone might come to you with um, stuff that they need to pour out uh, Mm. and uh, and share that kind of a uh, a thing. So, look for that Wednesday, Thursday. Where did I make a note here? Oh, yeah. Okay, Thursday Mercury is going to trine Pluto and oh wow okay and then the moon is going to form a conjunction with neptune so thursday the moon's going to be in pisces and it's going to form a conjunction with neptune Mm. which which is also in pisces so that's a ton of neptunian energy so thursday yeah look out for thursday that could be interesting um it, it could be some surprises there could be some weirdness there could be some strangeness um yeah thursday make a note Maybe try to treat Thursday like you are in a waking dream. Look at it that way. Thursday, nothing might go the way Mm. you expect it to. So if that's the case, it's probably best not to fight against it and just be like, okay, I'm awake, but I'm just going to pretend this is a dream. Mm. Let's get through it that way. That way you're not so reactive to it. Uh, See if that happens on Thursday, a little wackiness. Um, By Friday, the moon will enter Aries. And um, what is this? Next weekend, Saturday, May 8th. Venus will enter Gemini. So we're on the home stretch of Venus being in Taurus. And yeah, there is this switchover now. We've been dealing with some earthy, slower energy. um, But with Mercury going into Gemini, and then with uh, a week later with Venus going into Gemini, all of a sudden we're going to have some air out there as well. So again, speed of life is probably going to pick up a bit. But thank you as always for listening. We love you, and we will see you next week. And now Almy's going to take you out with a breath.
1: That's right. We like to end the show with a nice deep breath. So get comfortable. You can close your eyes if you like. And very slowly, let's take a deep breath in. And slow deep breath out. Do one more just like that. Slow deep breath in. And slow, deep breath out. Last one. Take a nice, slow, deep breath in. And a slow, deep breath out. All right. Roll your shoulders back. Um, Release any tension in your forehead, and your jaw. We hope you feel great. And thank you again for listening. Bye-bye.